opportunity to talk to blood cultures over Zoom audio. This is actually the very first audio recorded interview with blood cultures, which is such an honor, such an awesome dude. And I'm not using his name because I, I, I don't know his name. No one knows his name. Well, he knows his name and, and I'm sure his band members know his name and very few people know his name is where I'm going with this. Blood Cultures talked about where he grew up and how he got into music. And he talked about starting this project in which he remains completely anonymous. He wears stuff that covers his face, black hoods, when they play live, just completely anonymous. He talks about how he's trying to keep the relationship between the listener and the music as pure as possible. He has an amazing outlook. He talks about how Blood Cultures really got started and why he decided to remain anonymous. Putting out the first single, Indian Summer, and how it was super successful basically immediately when he put it up online. I mean, not to discredit the amount of work that went into that song, but once it was out, it, it exploded. So he told us about that and how overwhelming it was. He talked about putting out his first record, Happy Birthday, and the reason why there was a big gap in between putting out that first song and putting out the record. He talked about adding members to Blood Cultures and not having it just be a solo project. And he told us all about the new project he has coming out with Blood Cultures called Luno. This interview will be up on all the streaming platforms, but it will also be up on our Facebook page and YouTube channel, and you can check out our past interviews there. A lot of them are video. Obviously, this one isn't because we got to remain anonymous, but a lot of them are videos. You can check those out. Facebook page, YouTube channel, at Bringing It Backwards. It'd be awesome if you subscribe to our channel, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Instagram and Twitter, and now TikTok, at Bringing Back Pod. We'd appreciate your support if you follow and subscribe to our podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts. We're bringing it backwards with blood cultures. Awesome. So this podcast is uh, all about your journey in music and uh, blood cultures. And we'll talk about uh, the most recent record, if that's cool. That's great. Yeah. Thank you. Awesome. 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 I know you like to keep yourself mysterious. So um, I don't know how comfortable you are talking about where you were born and raised. <laughs> um yeah there's a lot of things that i've um can you hear me okay by the way i just want yeah, to make I can sure hear that's, yeah okay. i can hear you right um yeah uh i'm from i'm from new jersey okay i was uh born in new jersey and raised in new jersey um and now i live in brooklyn right on what was it like uh growing up there how did you get into music um it's a great question <laughs> um i think just from my friends from my family um i think music has always kind of played an important part in um my identity and okay. um kind of like the way and i i don't know how true this is anymore for a lot of people uh maybe this is just me being an adult but um i felt like when i was a kid you know what you listened to really defined who you were mm -hmm. at least in terms of um, who you were to other people and how you kind of represented yourself. So I think that there was always this idea of this artwork uh, representing something um, about yourself. 
Sure. No, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, because certain artists that you'd listen to, you almost associate your friend groups with that. It's like it kind of drew people together in a sense. Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, music is sort of the great, great connector. Totally, totally. And uh, what was the first instrument you learned? Um, I want to uh, I want to say guitar. I I picked up the guitar when I was like thirteen or so. Um, you know, I think that was around the time when I, you know, everybody started listening to like indie rock <laughs> and okay. like um, it quote unquote indie rock, um, Modest Mouse, Franz Ferdinand, The Strokes, these kind of guys, um, the Interpol, you know, mm -hmm. people like this in the early 2000s that were like taken over. Um, I think everybody wanted to be in a rock band. You know, sure. I, I think it's just like what my friends wanted to do. And I was like, yeah, all right. And um, I just kind of went for that. But then uh, my sister um, has had a keyboard and I kind of picked that up and just picked up a few instruments uh, along the way, too. I remember wanting to, I remember going to um, Guitar Center and um, asking for a pedal, a synth pedal because okay. I wanted my guitar to sound like a synthesizer. And they're like, yeah, that doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, you just want to play the synthesizer. You're like, oh. <laughs> you, you just, just buy one of those. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Maybe is is I, that what you did? Did you buy a synth? Uh, I didn't. I, I, I'm, I'm kind of like, um, I'm kind of a minimalist when it comes to um, the equipment that I use. And I, I just use what I have and I, I tend to not, uh, use a lot of hardware if I if I don't know if I need it. Mm -hmm. um, so I I just used my my sister's old keyboard and and ran it through a few pedals and kind of made it sound more like the sense that I wanted. Oh, um, cool! So just being trying to be as resourceful as possible, and that's actually what me, led me down to, you know, down the line to recording um, because. Yeah, nobody wanted to make synth pop with me <laughs> so <laughs> I, everybody else was in like metal bands and hardcore bands so um you know and, and i i was in their bands you know and uh mm -hmm. it, it, I, it's not that i don't like that music i actually really appreciate it but um it just wasn't the music that i wanted to make so it it, it was kind of like me recording with i think at the time i just had like a video camera so i would take the audio from the video camera uh and like use that to make loops and then record over that and then record over that so that's kind of how i got into recording and, and producing my own stuff wow so you'd use it like a a, a a video camera and then just delete the video part and just take the audio and use it as like almost like your own like zoom recorder type thing exactly yeah um, that's creative yeah i mean that's <laughs> there's probably a better way to do it <laughs> um, <laughs> but still i mean it, i mean it, to, to think that side out of the out that outside of the box in the sense of like okay I can this records sound so I'm gonna just take the sound part of it I'm gonna you know use that in the program and then loop th that that piece of sound I mean that's pretty pretty brilliant. yeah well thank you I mean it was just uh, the idea I don't know if it's brilliant I don't know if I could take I mean that for compliment. back in the day though you yeah know I mean? for being a kid yeah I, I think um you know my it was just like what was around you know I had. I had access to a keyboard. I had access to um, a uh, video recording software. Mm -hmm. uh, and it wasn't until later that I had gotten access to audio uh, editing and recording software. And um, it, it was, you know, it's just always like exploring. Like I, I like to just try to be as resourceful as possible um, and just use 
really hone in on one thing and just use that to its its fullest extent. Um, mm-hmm. And that's usually just whatever's around me. Got it. Well, with with blood cultures, was that something? Because that kind of formed. That was just you, right in the beginning. Yeah. So was that what you were sort of going to when you were creating those those pop synth songs um, using the video camera and stuff? Um, I've definitely that was like when I was a kid. So I've definitely evolved a lot more since then. Well, sure, but it was yeah. kind of like this. That's kind of where you're going. I mean, in the similar vein. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think that there's definitely that's like the the roots of everything is like um, just experimenting and, uh, you know, trying new things and, and, and trying to do stuff uh, with the resources that I have, um, which is, you know, just really me at the end of the day. It's like that's mm-hmm. my biggest resource is just my myself and my time. Um, I think, um, you know, like in getting into vocals and stuff like that, that was always very uncomfortable for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that was, you know, a lot of people, um, e- either I didn't know them or at the time, uh, or I just, you know, they were, they didn't want to do the kind of music that I wanted to make. So it, it even just adding vocals was like, um, just me trying to be resourceful. And I was just mm-hmm. like, Oh, okay. Cause I can just do it myself. Um, so it was kind of like a last dish effort. I was like, okay, I guess I'll, I guess I'll do it. <laughs> was that pretty, what was that like? Was it terrifying or? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's sort of the origin of blood cultures was that, um, you know, behind the anonymity was really, I, I was just talking about stuff in a very, like, I, I think it's hard for me to make, um, I, I really kind of, um, don't like music. That's. That's not true. I mean, I was going to say I don't like music with a lot of substance, but I, I didn't want to make music that didn't have a lot of substance. And um, that usually meant writing something that was pretty raw or mm-hmm. draw, drawing from my own experience. But that itself is is really scary. And, um, you know, I think people alone uh, just have a hard time talking about their feelings, mm-hmm. um, you know, just in general day-to-day life. So having that being on a recording and having you, you know, really... Uh, bring out all those emotions and put them on display is like really, um, really, uh, invasive kind of, sure. um, yeah. so, so I think, and it was also kind of uncomfortable for me because there's a lot of things I wouldn't talk to like my friends and the people in my life about. And uh, those are the things where I was making music about, I ended up singing about them. Mm-hmm. So, and writing about them. So I, I just felt like it was, it was a lot more comfortable for me to sort of distance myself from it and be able to make a a character and be able to make an image that wasn't necessarily me and people Mm -hmm. could draw from not necessarily my, um, my story directly, but be able to draw from their own stories and be able to relate to the underlying meaning of it Mm -hmm. rather than my whole history and having all the context of that. Sure. Well, well, I'm curious, I'm curious on, on I want to get into that because that's super fascinating to me, but, I'm curious, like when you were when you started the you know making music in your room with the with the video camera and and creating that synth pop sound when when you started singing like when you started first putting your vo- voice onto onto those songs was that were you still pretty young at that point or or where were you in your musical career? That was pretty late. Um, oh really? Was, yeah, yeah. I really wanted to just make beats and i wanted to be behind the scenes and be like okay now somebody else sing it <laughs> somebody else do okay. it sure and, sure and it's sort of like i was just sort of waiting um waiting around for somebody to have the right 
for all the you know waiting for all the pieces to all the stars to align and for me to meet the right creative partner to be the vocalist and and really um take on that responsibility but uh at the end of the day i just i got i think i just got tired of waiting and um I I probably recorded it probably started as just recording some scratch vocals of like, Oh, this is the melody I like. And then I was mm -hmm. like, Oh, that, you know, that kind of works. Um, so I think that's probably where it started. Um, but yeah, it was definitely not the, not the intention. I was, I was, I, I think I became, um, you know, I think of myself as a producer first. I think of myself as a, um, you know, everything else, singer, uh, excuse me, musician, et cetera. Mm -hmm second uh, i think my main instrument isn't necessarily my voice or my writing or it's it's the production and i think that that's what makes the cultures blood cultures mm -hmm. i found that interesting because your voice is really good i oh, mean it's like you. it's not like you can't sing you know what i mean it, um so i'm curious like when you was that something you had to like really work on or or, or was it kind of early on where you're like i'm actually pretty good at this i should just keep going with releasing you know i, I don't think i've singer. ever had i don't think i've ever had that level of confidence really <laughs> like oh you know what i'm great uh, well not like so, not like, like that but you know it's <laughs> like where it's like you listen back you're like okay like i can do this um on my own and i feel comfortable enough with the, how it sounds to to put it out to the world it's tough. I think it's like, you know, uh, I think everybody can relate to hearing their own voice and cringing. Um, <laughs> sure. I mean, I did right? radio for 16 years. I remember hearing myself <laughs> for the first time. I was like, oh, that's what I sound like. Who the hell Do would want to listen to that? <laughs> does it ever still happen to you where you're like, oh, oh yeah, whoa. Um, I mean, I've been hearing my own voice for so long doing, you know, doing radio and, and, mm -hmm. and podcasting that it's like, yeah, I don't really get that as much as I just know what it's going to sound like. But it's like for years, I mean, I would even hear it back. Like, I would think it sounded like something and I'd play it back. I'm like, ugh, that's what I sound like. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think I think when I'm I think what I learned was like, oh, I can kind of sing different than the way that I talk. And I think that's sort of like what made me a little bit more comfortable with it mm -hmm. was like, oh, I can sort of you know, emote differently or sing differently. Um, and I think, I don't know, I don't do, I think this is my first audio recording uh, interview, audio recorded interview. So um, really? Yeah. Well, um, I so, appreciate you doing this, man. That's well, cool. thank you for having me. I, I'm curious if people will think the same, like, oh, that guy doesn't sound like the, the other guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm curious. I don't know. Uh, but that's well, my... we could just say that, you know, maybe this really isn't you. You know what I mean? Because nobody yeah. knows. I can't confirm or deny that. So. <laughs> I love it. Um, well, OK, so you you put out your first song was the first like the first time you released something kind of under this this solo project. Was it was it a black uh, blood culture song? Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, um, I'd been making music for a while at that point, but nothing mm -hmm. was really, uh, nothing was really working or, um, uh, it was, but it, even if it was, it wasn't, um, what I wanted it to be. I felt like there was a sort of, uh, itch that I was trying to scratch and I was trying to do more stuff with, um, more softer stuff. I think I was making a lot of harder music and I was like, I don't really want to. I don't know if this is where I'm at. Okay. And um, it was Did any just of that of, see the light of day or is it all just kind of on your computer? Um, 
Yeah, but it was under different projects and different um, oh, okay. you know, different stuff. So Blood Cultures started with that sort of urge to do something more emotional and something more um, guitar-driven, I guess, um, which not a lot of the songs are still guitar-driven. So I think that's depart- we've departed from that. But um, yeah, I think that's where it started. And um, in terms of understanding what worked and what didn't work, it was like, it started with just a song and I just made two songs, one song, and then I made another one and I had these two songs and I didn't know if they were the same project or if they were, um, and they were there, there one, there's one called Indian summer mm-hmm. and one called, uh, Mevi Heddle, which are both on the first record. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't know what to do with them because it was like, is this the same project even? I don't even know. Um, so it kind of took me a minute to, to grasp, what I wanted to do with them. And um, I kind of had the idea of, of, of making this project that wasn't focused on me. It was a character and um, something that, uh, you know, I love horror movies and that was something that was kind of scary or kind of creepy. And I had this idea to, to wear the hood and, and, and do that. So I, I kind of all happened really quickly once I realized what I was going to do. Um, So I put, put it all together and just put it out on the internet and it Indians it was Indian summer was the first one I put out and um, that one really um, took off a lot of people seemed to really like it and um, was it you put it up on SoundCloud I put it on SoundCloud and I didn't really put any other any anything else out there it was just the single and I think people kind of got it right away you know they're like people did people find it like do you you remember like seeing kind of moving like i mean like when did the success of it kind of start happening do you remember it was um i mean i don't want to say it was overnight success because that sounds really (laughs) bad but 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 yeah the truth the truth is true you know what i mean like sometimes it happens and 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 that's just how it is (laughs) yeah the reason i'm 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 weary of saying stuff like that is because it's been you you know years of hard work of developing that and facing that and all this stuff so it's 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 not that it just happened in one night it was just the release was done really swiftly i guess and then um you know i put it out and I, i just woke up to all these messages and all these like it was had a bunch of plays and stuff and it was posted all over the place and it's like oh wow um whoa so it was yeah, like it was you put it up experience. and it kind of just re- it really really happened like right away yeah um i i kind of slept through most of it i guess because <laughs> <laughs> i woke up and i was like oh wow oh my um, gosh that that's right re- yeah like you said but yeah to defend you too, like yet yeah, it wasn't an overnight success because you did work your ass off and put a bunch of time and effort and you know mm-hmm. into the song and creating it. But once it saw the light of day, people got it like right away. Yeah, I think people like really it resonated with people, and I've been kind of you know that after that I was like, well, a lot of people had just messaged me and were like expecting the next thing, and they're like, oh, what's up? What's going mm-hmm. on? We'd love to talk to you, and I was just like. I I have one song like <laughs> like record it. people or like who yeah. or just fans. Um, it was all over the place. It was like blogs and 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 uh, labels and and fans and everybody just Whoa. just wanted to and yeah, it was a really you know going from having like zero audience to, um, you know, uh, 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 this really big uh, opportunity. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it felt very. It was really uh, 
surreal to me where i was like, sure it's like are you sure <laughs> like you're sure you're talking <laughs> to the right person um but i um that was sort of the, the the point where i realized that blood cultures could sort of be my vessel and it could really be something that that worked and resonated with people because mm-hmm. i think excuse me i think that that's what i also wanted to do is just make make work that resonates with people sure and, and if i you know i kind of saw that um and i was like okay i can i can do this and that was really i didn't i don't know if i could before you know I yeah think you got that, validating moment for you there with, absolutely with, yeah well at the, okay so these labels and people are reaching out to you and at that point what do you are you like overwhelmed are you like now is it one of those things where it's like okay now i have one other song is it gonna hit the same way look what were you feeling I didn't, I didn't, uh, yeah, it was very, like, very overwhelming, for sure. Um, I didn't, I really didn't have, I didn't think it out, you know, I didn't really think it through. <laughs> I didn't think oh. it would work. So, like, the fact that people, like, really liked it was a shock to me. And the fact that I had to make more now <laughs> was like, oh, I have to make more songs. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, it, it kind of, that's where I realized, like, oh, I can, I can do this. But, you know, um, I think after that, I, I, I just, it, I wasn't sure what I wanted. I wasn't mm-hmm. sure what I, what I wanted and not only what I wanted, but what the project needed and what the project was, you know, it was so much of figuring out all this stuff um, beyond just the identity of the project, but um, the music itself and how it, how I defined it. Like, was it, what was it about that, that song? And do I have to do that again? And, mm-hmm. you know, like, what, what does it mean to be blood culture? So, I didn't really have those answers at the time. So I kind of just like, I kind of, and I, you know, I mean no offense to anybody who reached out to me during that time because I I just didn't email anybody back and I didn't, I didn't reach out to anybody because I, I just didn't feel, it didn't feel right. It would feel like a lie if I said I had it all figured out and I, you know, this is blood, you know, blood cultures. And, you know, even if I had a bunch of music that I wanted to share um, it's like, it just didn't feel right to what blood cultures was. I wanted to explore that and really understand it before, um, you know, like reemerging away almost. Yeah. 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 Like I just didn't want to put it out there with no thought. Mm-hmm. Um, so after that was just like really, really diving into it and thinking about it and maybe overthinking about it, definitely overthinking about it. Um, <laughs> and I'm sure, um, I'm sure a lot of artists can relate to that. <laughs> sure. Well, when you, I mean, you put the song out, obviously the identity and everything of your, of your band and yourself is, you know, not, it's hidden, which is rad. And and people probably are drawn to that as well. But like, like were people asking about you like, Oh, you know, like, how did you respond in the sense that you said, like, you know, this is kind of a project that is going to remain like almost anonymous. Yeah. I think people are still waiting for me to, to like stop it you're like a banksy (laughs) yeah i think they're still waiting for me to just knock it off and be like all right come on you know (laughs) come on who are you what are you doing sure um but i think that's i think it's not a gimmick and i think that that's like the difference i think there's plenty of anonymous artists and i think there's plenty of people who like wear masks and whatever um and that's i'm not knocking on them i don't think that I don't think that that's bad. I think it's really rad. I think it's really mm-hmm. cool. Um, and you know, just just for me, what it means to me, it's it's just something more than that. 
Um, mm-hmm. And that's not going to go. That's in, integral. You know, that's where it started. And and I mean, who knows? Like, I think that. Um, I mean, I guess that's sort of where, where I'm at right now in terms of uh, this project and what I've been doing lately. It's it's really all a, all been about change mm-hmm. and really redefining what what the project and what the music is. So. Uh, I don't want to say I'm going to do it forever, but it's not, it's not something that I feel like I have to do. Um, and I feel like it's it, it, with the mission in mind of like creating music that really resonates with people. If I can do that while still keeping my anonymity and that's maybe something that's amplifying that, then I, I'd like to continue to do that. Sure. Was it always that way? Like, was this always, um, the you know mission behind the whole project was to to keep it anonymous it's it, not really i mean i think the 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 initial idea was to just like have an like when i'm when i i think i've said this before in a few um written interviews i just mentioned that like just not i didn't see myself you know like i think mm-hmm. that there's some people who can listen to you know you listen to a a, a, a a country song or something and you imagine the the single artwork or the or the the band the press photo of just like you know uh, a person standing in a in a field with a with a guitar or by the railroads or whatever <laughs> sure. um you know like you can kind of paint that picture um but i just and you know the same same tropes for indie pop artists you know same mm-hmm. tropes and i just I just didn't want to, I just don't want, don't want it to be about myself. I just didn't want it to be about me. I want it to be about something bigger mm-hmm. um, and something that is something I could use um, that I thought was cool. You know, like I think that, I, I think that theatrics and I think that, um, you know, costuming and all these things are, are, are cool and interesting. And I think mm-hmm. that the story that, um, I could craft with blood cultures was, was kind of cool. It's like, Oh, this is kind of the way I'd, I'd like to see music be presented. So it's like, okay, why don't I just do that myself? Mm-hmm. Um, Cause you know, like I said, just when I closed my eyes and listened to the music, I wasn't like, Oh yeah, this is, you know, this person and they're doing this thing. And uh, you know um, it, it's just not a, not, I, I just didn't want it to be centered around me. I think is, is the short answer. I like, I kind of, I mean, I really like respect that. I like that. It's like, you're letting people, just appreciate the music and not like you know go off of what you're looking like or what you're doing or these things it's just as simple as you know take here's the song and 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 take it as it is yeah i think especially in this day and age man like you know with with character right like Mm -hmm. i think um i think it's the first impulse whenever they I don't know if everybody feels this way. Maybe, maybe you do. But when you listen to a song and you you really, really, uh, you really like an artist, uh, you really just discover an artist you like. So I, I, the first thing I do is like look them up, and I'm like, who are they? What are they doing? Like, what have they done? And right, go to their Instagram or yeah, yeah, or Wikipedia or whatever. Wiki- yeah, exactly. And it's just. Uh, um, I, I, that's my impulse too. You know, I'm not, I'm not different in that regard. Um, but I think, I think that there's something to that where you can always be, you can always be disappointed. Um, <laughs> you always have the potential of being like, Oh, this person is a scumbag or, Oh, this, like, I did not, I, I don't appreciate any of the other work or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I really wanted to make something in a vacuum. Um, 
that was like, especially like, like uh, the reason I mentioned in this day and age is that I feel like so many of personally, my heroes, uh, per people that I've looked up to have really disappointed me in terms of what information has come out about them. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I think, I think that's sort of a, a conversation that's still ongoing. Sure. Um, so it's like, you know, the, the, I think it comes down to the idea of, can you separate the art from the artist? And I, I don't know. I don't know if we can. I don't mm -hmm. know if it's, uh, I don't know if I can, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so like there's plenty of artists that I no longer listen to. And it's really, it's really sad because they made, you know, despite their actions and their character, they made something that really resonated mm -hmm. uh, with me or with a lot of people at a certain time. And, you know, it, it, first of all, I think that that's whatever they, you know, I'm being very vague about this, but like, I think that, at the end of the day, your actions do define you and your artwork does define you as well. Sure. So if you limit that, if you really, really hone in on that and say, no, I'm not going to say anything, you know, like you're not going to know, you're not going to know the good. You're not going to know the bad. You're not going to know anything. Mm -hmm. The music will stand on its own. Um, mm -hmm. And the artwork will stand on its own. And if it resonates with you in a certain way, um, then that's great. And if you find it in a vacuum and you don't listen to any other blood culture songs besides <laughs> the one that you like, then mm -hmm. that's fine. You know, sure. I think that it's, it's, um, it's, it's sort of a, like there's a function to music um, and there's a function to art and it's very cathartic. And if you can find that in what I'm doing, um, then that's great. And I think that's the goal. Mm -hmm. Well, I love that. And I, I mean, you, I'm curious because you put out, that song Indian summer in 2000, what, 13. That's it. Yeah. And you didn't put out the first record. The first record came out what in 2017. So you had some years in there. Were you trying to build the album or like what was, what was happening in those, you know, four, four years in between. Um, great question. What was happening? Um, it's, uh, I guess, I, I, the, the sort of hard truth about it is happy birthday was done in 2015. Oh, okay. And I just, I had never put it out until 2017. And, um, I think it just, it came from a combination of confusion and fear and like all these other factors that, um, you know, I, I was just sitting on it for so long because I just didn't know what to do. And I didn't know how to de define blood cultures are still in that sort of phase of being so unsure about things. And I think what I've learned from that was just like, you're never, you're never going to be sure. Even when I put it out years after it was done, it, it was just like, I'm still not ready. I could still work on this forever. And it's, at that point, what, what's the point, you know, like if the record is, is, I think the goal was to create something timeless. I really mm -hmm. wanted to, I was really obsessed with this idea of making something timeless. And I don't think that exists, you know, like I can point to records and be like, Oh, um, discovery is a, is a timeless record. Mm -hmm. Um, or the first gorillas record or, or something like this, but they're not, they might be timeless, to me because they were impactful and they, they, you know, they meant something to me at a time, but mm -hmm. first of all, they both draw on inspirations from the past and they're also still a snapshot 
in time of you know 2000 2001 or whenever those records came out mm -hmm. and it, it's sort of an impossible thing um to to make something timeless when you live in a time and you're you're influenced by a time so uh i think that i think that it's just sort of the acceptance of it where uh, i was just like well this will never really be that this will always be you know in my mind it was 2015 but this was this will always be um it, and it was sort of getting older you know it was like i was mm -hmm. sitting on it and it was getting older and it was like it, it it, it feels too of the time. And that's sort of what, what scared me about it. Um, and then it sort of just realized I was like getting later and I was like, Oh, the time is changing. Mm -hmm. So I can sit on this forever and just be like, okay, well, this was, this was a timeless record in 2015. <laughs> sure. <laughs> but, but now it's not, you know, because uh -huh. so I think, I think it was just sort of that, that combination of things. And I think that was something that I feel like where I'm at right now and, and with the current project is, is sort of the opposite um, where it's just embodying um, the, the sort of snapshot nature of, of life uh, mm -hmm. and, and artwork uh, representing a moment in time uh, rather than trying to make something that is, is bigger than that. I think, I think that that naturally comes. I think that the idea of what something is to other people um, is created by that snapshot because that snapshot is become something that is representative of a time and that's okay. Mm -hmm. um, I think I was just really not okay with that idea for a long time. Well, um, when did you like, so you put the record out, um, you obviously you have now you have a band. Was it hard? Like, did you, when did you add members to to Blood Cultures, and was that done after you had released the second record? Um, that was done between first and second record. Okay, and did the was the second record all still was it all written and and done by you, and then you just used the members as like a live band? Um, yes. But okay. I think that I think that I just wanted to to give a little bit of insight or like a little bit of a footnote there. It's just yeah. I think that what the what the band does and when we play live is a completely different and unique um, experience rather than the record. And okay. and and that's done because of their contributions. Um, so what you're hearing when you, when we play live is a combination of everybody that's on stage. It's not just me. That is the one directing it. It's a very democratic process and okay. it, it really, um, you know, it, it's important to me that the band would gel together and would create something that was unique and still fit within the world. Uh, while not just like trying to recreate it. Um, that was the goal was to not recreate it, but to create something else that was inspired by it. Okay. So, excuse me. I, I just wanted to be clear that it's like, I don't want to be um, diminishing about the sure, band's it's not. He, yeah. Here, here's the songs and this is how you play it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Exactly. Was it, was it difficult? I mean, I can't imagine trying to, to like find members, like, you know, trying to, you know, remaining anonymous and then finding members for your band. And then also having that aspect of like, you were talking about, you know, being vulnerable in front of people. And it was hard for you to even sing on the first, re you know, recordings. And that's kind of what led you to wanting to remain anonymous. Was it difficult to bring members into your, to your project? And was it, 
like hard to be vulnerable in the sense of now you have to sing and teach these songs to other people. Yes. Okay. Tell me how <laughs> the, that was. The what short, was that the short like? answer is yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> Could you tell uh, me what was that? That was like how that was. Um. Yeah. I mean, I think that. I think that it's sort of like you gotta, you gotta just get, you gotta get over it at some point. You know, it's like, um, there's one of my, my favorite quotes is just be afraid and do it anyway. It's like, I like okay, that. Okay. You're afraid. We'll do it anyway. <laughs> because, um, you know, you're, you're like, like I was saying before with the record, um, and waiting on it, it's like, you're never going to be ready. You're never going to be ready to to play the best show or the worst show of your life. You're never going to be ready to 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 get up on on stage and if you know if you're shy about that and and sing in front of all these people, it's it's and be vulnerable and and really break down a song and really hope that you know the people that you're working with like it and um, you know you're never going to be ready for it. Um, you know if anybody is listening that feels that way that's waiting, um, just just stop just stop waiting, <laughs> just do it. Um, because I, I wish I, I wish I had listened to that advice a little bit sooner. Um, I don't regret anything in terms of the way things came to be sitting on, sitting on the record and all this stuff, because it led me to where I am now. And I'm not, I'm not regretful of that, but I think the the one thing I've learned is that I'm never going to feel like I'm, it's still surreal to me today to see people so dedicated and loving of this project it doesn't it, it, it doesn't compute with me on a personal level because i don't um you know i, I don't think i'll ever understand it so i, I i'm never I, I like even now i'm still not um i still question question everything and i still right. question it, yeah that know. kind of it's almost like the the imposter syndrome type oh deal. yeah Oh yeah. But it's just like, okay. You know, <laughs> it, it is what it is. Like you, you, you move, you, then you move on. Like sure. you've done something that's impacted people. Mm -hmm. uh, we have, I think that's it. It's just like, we have like a tremendous responsibility. And I think people often don't think of themselves as being responsible for other people. We're like, Oh, I have to take care of myself. And that's that. But the, at the end of the day, the truth is, is like we take care of each other and we are what we put out into the world. That's what defines us. So, you know, if you're putting out, you know, grumpy vibes and you're just a negative, negative person and you know, that's what you do. And you, you, maybe you're an angry person, maybe you're a destructive person, whatever. And that's what you do to yourself. Chances are that's what you're going to be putting out into the world. And that's what you're going to be getting to. So it's like, and you think that that it's got nothing to do with you when things go bad or when the world is crumbling, but it's, it's, you have a responsibility. We all have a responsibility. We have like, I think that people think that there's this idea of learned helplessness. I think that society kind of puts us in a position of being like, um, helpless. You know, we need to do certain things in order to be valuable to the society. Mm -hmm. but, but the truth is, is like, it, we, what we do is it, there you go, right? Like there is your power. You do, you are capable of bringing value to society, but so many people uh, diminish that and say like, Oh, I can't, or I'm not able to, yeah, you can, you know, like I, th yeah. I think, it, and, and that's the thing is like, Oh, well, it's not me. It's not my problem, whatever. And I, I think a lot of people, I, th I don't think I'm alone in this. I think a lot of people are understanding that their silence, their, um, you know, their thought, the idea that they are not responsible is changing. 
that I think that that mentality is changing because, um, you know, when it comes down to it on a political level or on a, on a bigger level, right? Like we see so much societal and political change, hopefully, question mm-hmm. mark, that is happening now. Um, or, or you can just even say it's a shift in public conscious, uh, or uh, I don't want to say public consciousness, uh, collective consciousness, you know, societal consciousness, where we're being more understanding of our impact on other people. And that's always been the case. You know, like you, you walk by somebody on the street and it's sort of like the butterfly effect. If you, whatever you're giving them is like affecting another person, right? So if you give them a, a smile or you give them a, a frown and you, whatever, you know, like whatever it is that you are contributing to that, that person, uh, you're effectively changing the world, you know? Uh, mm-hmm. It's just, we don't think about it on that scale. We don't think about it on the scale of like, oh, well, that person is made out of the same stuff that the universe is made out of. And that's that person is made out of the same stuff that trees and the sun and the earth are made out of. And so am I. Mm-hmm. And here we are affecting the universe, the universe affecting the universe because we're made of the same stuff. Sure. So, it's, so it's not different. And I think people think often like, oh, I, I, I can't like I'm incapable. You're capable. You know, when you think about it on that level, it's like everything you do matters. Mm-hmm. And and that can be scary. I think that's what was so scary for me for so long was I'm like too scared to move because if I move, then I could affect the world in a way that's not not what I want or not representative of me. But I mm-hmm. think that it's like you you have to you have to move and you have to do your best. Mm-hmm. Um well, you don't have to. I think you, have to. <laughs> you don't have to, but you should. You don't have to. <laughs> I, I, I think you should, but right, you know, that's right. my that's my own that's my own dogma. Well, with um, whatever you want. With with, were you playing live at all prior to to having the other members of the band? Uh, not as not as Blood Cultures, no. Oh, okay. So it didn't come to. And then when you decided that, was that kind of part of the reason why you wanted to? have other members of the like what made you decide you know like this shouldn't be just me anymore um it's i think it just come down to i think i'm just a visual i think i'm just a visual person because i think it comes down to like how i saw it mm-hmm. and i just i just didn't see it that way i didn't see see it as like a dj set or like you know a solo person um I, I just didn't see it that way. I saw it as a band and I think it kind of needed to be like in order to fulfill that vision. Mm-hmm. Well, dude, I love the band, man. I was watching, uh, I lived in San Francisco for a while and I was, I've been to the rickshaw stop a handful of times. So I had seen, I watched your guys. There's somebody that put up on YouTube, like your performance at the rickshaw stop. And it was, I it was, it was really good. And it was Thank just you. like off somebody's phone or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but it, yeah, I was really blown away. And um, did it take some convincing with the people in the band to say, Hey, like, this is going to be like totally anonymous. Like you can't, you know, I don't want anybody to like reveal who they are and, and that mm. whole thing. I mean, there was definitely, I think we, we talked about like the principles of the project because I don't think every, you know, I don't think that's easy to, to grasp at first, but mm-hmm. no, I think that, I think that's what makes us work well together is a shared philosophy and an understanding of what this project is. Um, and we all understand, you know, it's something that's, that's bigger than us. And um, yeah, I think it's just finding the, I think what took me so long to figure it all out and 
bring bring all uh, these people together were was finding people that that had that like minded um, thinking. Okay. And was that was that a process? I mean, I'm sure it wasn't just the first four people that you had audition or join <laughs> where were, were the, the members or was it that quick? Um, it, no, it was a process. It okay. was definitely a process. And I think, um, you know, there was, you know, I tried to do it before and it, and it didn't work out. And I think that was sort of demoralizing and that's sort of what pushed things back even more. Oh, okay. Um, but, but no, I think that the people that, that are in the, in the band and the part of this is, are something that, you know, even if they wanted to leave blood cultures tomorrow, um, which is their prerogative, that's, you know, any, any individual's choice. I think we all have something that we created together, you know, like that show in San Francisco yeah. um, and those memories that people have, like that's that we did that. It wasn't me. Um, it was us. And mm -hmm. I think that that's um, that those are the principles that I was looking for. It's like somebody who also understood that. It's so cool to have, I'm sure for them too, to work with somebody that it doesn't want to be all about them. You know what I mean? It's not like they're joining a band and you're like, all right, I'm going to be the front guy. And you're going to play this and you're going to play this and you're going to play this. And that's going to be how it is. <laughs> well, I'm like, really, I'm really, uh, I try not to do that. You know, I try to be as aware of it as possible. Like you're, you're, you're essentially the director, right? And you sure. want to sort of put people in the right place um, and really block block the scene as best as you can um mm -hmm. but but it's not your job you know the director's job isn't to tell an actor how to act uh, how to act or a writer how to write it's for them to to direct that you know to, to direct certain energies uh -huh. um so that's really the way i try to think about it is like okay i can sort of push you in a certain way it's a lot like production i think mm -hmm. you know like when you're working with somebody um and you can kind of um direct the, the the song or the session or whoever you know is performing you can sort of direct it a certain way mm -hmm. so i think that that's sort of uh my role in it is sort of like the that the director role mm -hmm. role so to speak i love that um i'm curious where where this pro the, the new the new project that's coming out uh luno where was this something that you're writing solo or on your own or is this this records a collaborative thing um this is it's it's the same format really it's it's okay. it's um it's it's all um it's all it's all blood cultures i'll say that you know it's all still blood cultures okay and um i think yeah i'm, I'm i struggle to call it a, an album i still think of it as a project because okay the the way I think of it is is a sort of, um, you know, the way I wanted to release it, which has been you know single by single, is sort of the way that I saw it. Again, going back to the idea of visualizing, mm -hmm. I think I visualized it this way: It's like, oh, each of these will sort of stand alone, but tell a collective story. And maybe that's just what an album is. But um, I, I, and it's not that they don't have a thematic through line; they have a very clear thematic through line, and um, you know. They, they work well with each other, but they're all so different. And they're also, um, you know, unique. And like I said, that if you only heard one of them and you didn't like the rest of them, I think that's sort of what I was going for, was being like, okay, this song is completely different than this one. Mm -hmm. um, and, and it's okay if you don't like, you don't have to like both. Um, you don't have to like blood cultures. I don't expect that. I just expect you to like uh, the song. 
you know? Right. Right. Um, so I, it, that's why I kind of think of it more just as a project as like something that's a little bit more abstract than a linear uh, mm-hmm. album. Okay. And uh, was this something like, tell me where you were in, in when like this whole virus hit and how did that like affect the record? Was it something you already had written and you kind of were like, Oh, now I got to hold on to this thing. Like, tell um, me how, how did that affect the album at all or the project at all? Um, it, it allowed me to, to do more of it quicker okay? (laughs) because (laughs) otherwise we would have been touring and, and doing more other stuff. Um, but I was able to sort of have stuck. So I had to, (laughs) okay. (laughs) I didn't have another choice, but Um, you were, so you were able to stay inspired to work on it. Cause I've, I've talked to people that were like, so, you know, uninspired by the, the whole thing or just, you know, you're worried and, and, and then everything, you know, and then it's like, okay, now I've been sitting inside for a year. Like how much more inspiration am I going to get out of this, you know, mm. apartment or, or whatever. Interesting. That's an interesting um, look at it. I feel like I had the, I kind of had the opposite. I feel like that, that the record and maybe the project as a whole, I don't know if I can define it such as such, but it's such um, it's really introspective. It's, mm-hmm. it's all about, you know, um, the, you know, thematically and, and the way it's written, it's all about introspection. It's all about uh, individual change. And um, I was able to do that really well in quarantine because I was, I was left to, to myself and to my own devices. So sure. A lot uh, of individual change, I'm sure was happening between, you know, with everybody at that point. Yeah. I mean, like, I think that, you know, going back to the idea of like, like, um, you know, uh, understanding your value, understanding your worth, understanding what you're capable of, that can't happen. Um, you know, we're really programmed in a way that we're, we're kind of told that, and I don't, I don't want to speak for everybody, but I can only speak to the, speak to myself and understanding my, um, my upbringing in the institutions that I was raised in, whether that be, um, any, any institution, you know, uh, but I really, I really think that we're programmed to, to really, uh, to survive and that's fine uh, but survival doesn't mean living and um, in order to live you know you have to really choose you have to really choose the kind of um, cho- choose what to embrace and choose what to focus on um, so I, I think that I, th- I, I, I don't know where I was going with this honestly <laughs> um, I, I forgot I forgot what the question was oh, I was wondering if you were able to how, if you were able to stay inspired to write like was oh, this, yeah you said this whole record was written in quarantine so I was curious yeah if you're how you're able to stay inspired yeah I mean like it's all um I, I guess yeah like I think it's more inspired by um it was inspired by what's happening in the world it's inspired by uh you know the the desire for change you know I think that that sort of is is it's sort of uh, a collective understanding is like, okay, we all want change, but how do we do it? Mm-hmm. You know, like if you saw like during the black lives matter movement uh, at its height, um, you know, everybody was like, okay, this is, this is wrong. You know, like mm-hmm. what is happening in the world is, is wrong. And I, you know, I think, and I don't want to speak for everybody in the world, but uh, <laughs> um you know, it, it, it's, it's subjectively wrong. And what can you really do about it is the question. It's like, well, how can you create change? How can you create change without, without just, without, um, I guess without like, without violence, 
without hatred, um, how do you actually create that? And I think when you look at what these systems are, what these institutions are, what these governments are, they're just people. They're all just people and people can be confused. People can be dissuaded. They can be persuaded and they can be shifted. So when it comes down to it, it's like, if you can, um, you know, if you can change yourself, people can change. Mm-hmm. And if people can change, the system can change. You know, mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't have this idea of hopelessness. I, I think that I'm, I'm much more inspired by it. The idea that we can change. Um, so I think that that's where I was at was just like, I, if I want to talk about that, if I want that to be my message, I have to embody it. Mm-hmm. So that's I think great, that. Sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say that's a great perspective. Oh, thank you. Um, I mean, it's just like where it's just where I was at. You know, I think mm-hmm. that. I think it's what anybody can do. I think, uh, like I said, we're, we're a lot more powerful than we give ourselves credit for. <laughs> um, and you're, and you're capable of change. Like if you, if you are hopeless, if you're feeling like the government and you know, all these systems, all these sort of things are, are weighing you down. It's like, well, you're not wrong. <laughs> you're not <laughs> wrong. Um, but it's like, but what are you going to do about it? Mm-hmm. And I think that there's this sort of like crushing hopelessness, like, Oh, well, I can't do anything. I'm just a, you know, I'm just a small person in a big, big world, but it's like, but, but you're more than that and you're mm-hmm. capable of more than that. And just understanding that, you know, um, and looking at that, not, not, I'm not saying this to inflate my own ego, uh, or inflate anybody's ego for that record, but you know, we we're capable of that. We're capable of that change. And if you can show that, if you can demonstrate that, then you can only hope to inspire people to do the same. I like the message. I like the message. And um, I can't wait to hear the rest of the record. I know it's coming out uh, here in a, next week, next Friday. Yeah, that's weird. That's, <laughs> excited or is it going to be interesting because the world hasn't completely opened up yet? <laughs> um, I, I don't know. I, I, I think, you know, most of the record is actually already out. You know, uh-huh. it's like four out of four out of eight are already out. Um, so it's like, I think people generally like those so i think people will like it um i like it i think it's just (laughs) i think it's just a matter of of if it resonates with people that's that's great and Mm -hmm. like i said i i think of this much more on an individual scale Mm -hmm. so if you find this without the context of the record rest of the record or without the context of uh, my history and the work that blood cultures has done like that's fine Well, thank you so much for, for doing this, man. I, I, and it, it means a lot that this has been the first audio recording interview. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's I huge. Guess was, I guess I was a little bit nervous about that. <laughs> um, well, I appreciate but, it, man. This has been fun. I hope you, I hope it was. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, 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 thank you. I feel, um, I didn't feel, I didn't feel nervous once we, once we started. So, oh, I'm glad. Um, I'm glad. Well, I do have one more question for you before I let you go. I want yeah, to know if you, do you have any advice for aspiring artists? Oh, I feel like I gave so much advice. You <laughs> did. I don't know if you <laughs> want to sum it up in a. Um, yeah, I think, I, I mean, I think just, just, just do it. Just, just be, I don't want to say that. That's terrible. That's Nike. Um, <laughs> that's bad advice. Um, no. I, I think just just understand understand what you're capable of. I think um, you know, like I said, I think we're conditioned to think that we're we're powerless. Powerless, 
you're, you're, you're power, you're more powerful than you, you could ever think what your effect is on this, on the world on the, on the, on people, on the universe. It's, it's, it's real. Um, it's real and it's un, un, undoubtable. Um, so, so don't think that you're so small. Don't think that you're so, uh, you're so tiny in this. You're, you're, you can, you, whatever it is, just do it. Bring it in that world.